is finally over. Oh. Ferociously entertaining. A dazzling escape. Wow. It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My, 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 my Michelle Live. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I have no boom mic today, so I'm doing this like a rock star. I'm liking this. Nice. <laughs> That's for only for those who are watching. Those who are listening, it just sounds professional. There you go. I'm Michelle Mendoza. Happy to be hanging out with you today. After... This is like my first interview after nearly two weeks in the British Virgin Islands. So I'm breaking my fast of work and my indulgence in sunshine and clear crystal turquoise waters with my friend Adam Holt as we get you plugged into the movies. Plugging you into the movies. This is Adam Holt. Well, Michelle, in contrast, I've spent the last 11 days on my couch with COVID and pneumonia. So I'm pretty sure you win, okay? You win. So I don't need to make you feel guilty, but that sounds pretty good to me. I'm glad that that the waters were turquoise and stuff. Good for you. Yeah, and the the biggest decision that I had to make was, am I going to keep listening to this rooster and roll over in bed, or should I get up and frolic on the beach? It, it was tough. Oh, so thank Frol- you for your prayers, people. I appreciate it. At any rate, you know, one thing that you can count on a long flight is in-flight movies. And I literally rate my flight by how many movies will I be watching? Because that's the only thing. And then I, it occurred to me, what the heck did people do when they were crossing the country in covered wagons? They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have uh, Facebook. They didn't have YouTube videos. They didn't have movies. You know um, what? They had relationships. They had what? What? Relationships. Relationships. Is talk to each other. Have you seen that one commercial where the kids are in the covered wagon and one of them asks if there's Wi-Fi? It's fantastic. Uh, See, that's exactly what I was talking about. And there I was uh, watching movies and boy, did I see quite a few. Some that I hadn't seen before. First run movies like Cyrano, which I greatly enjoyed. Cyrano, by the way, guys, close to the movie, the the latest Mm -hmm. movie, very close to the original play the the right. layout the only difference is we're looking at someone who is vertically challenged not horizontally challenged with a nose yet it was very shakespearean in its portrayal like shakespeare light the musical yeah. scenes adam it was one of the very first musicals that I've seen that have come out in recent years where I didn't wish I could fast forward through the musical scenes. They yeah, had significance I mean, and they were well done. You didn't even know you wanted to hear Peter Dinklage singing, but you <laughs> right? know, now check that box off your bucket list. It's done. I'm Yeah. And so I'm moving along in life. It, Sarah No was very good. I greatly enjoyed it great messaging i I didn't see a lot of things that were real problematic yet that's how i rated i got to watch quite a few movies redeeming love which we've talked a lot about beautiful movie very disturbing issues but the redemption message is very strong was that on the plane it was on the plane wow i can't remember had you seen it before i have but I had to watch it again because last time I watched, I, I'm not going to lie, I fell asleep. So, <laughs> Did your perspective change on it at all? Because 
sometimes when we see something a second time, we'll feel a different way about it. No, I loved it. I, I yeah. thought it, it was very much a solid R-rated movie, yeah. but tastefully done as an R-rated movie. Subject matter, very disturbing, not for children, but the redemption was greater and the message was great. The, the Christian message was not in your face, but it was very powerful. I loved that movie. I thought it was yeah. very well done. All right. But there are Very some good. new films that are coming out that we can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about family camp. Now, I have a family. We have been to camp together. And oh, sorry. The, the trailer just started playing. And we're going right. to, that's just a tease. We're going to show you the trailer in just a moment. <laughs> have you been to family camp with your family? I have. And I think if you've been to family camp, this is a kind of movie that's going to have a certain kind of baked in appeal. So do you want to show us the trailer? Let's take a look at Family Camp. Family Camp is the highlight of our year. You ask our family, it's the greatest place on earth. I'm sorry. I was late again. What do I got to do to make it up to you? How about we go to that camp? Church camp? Right back. Hey, Family Camp. What, the Ackermans? Don't seem to have an Ackerman here on the list. You made the final payment online, right? Hmm? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You guys, this is clamping. What? No Wi-Fi. I can't wait until you realize there's no air conditioning. What? Now where's my yummy bride? Oh, honey. Hi, hello, your family. Oh, I'm Grace. Stop, not another word. Oh. 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 Here's my card. Intergalactic chiropractic. Up, everybody. The camp Katakwa Trophy. You should see this baby on my mantle at home. The family that takes one of the most points at the end of the week takes the cup from my cold, dead hands. If you think we're going to be friends with that guy, you need your head examined. We're not monsters, okay? Even though we do make sugar-free, organic, vegan, non-dairy marshmallows. Oh, Lord. Today, <laughs> we are going to do the buddy system. Let's go, bucko. Should have known better than to trust you. You have no idea where we are. Come on. This is our story to tell our wives how we braved the wilderness and fought our way back home. Get that thing away from me! My skin is on fire! Oh, sounds like my kind of party. We have a problem. Our husbands are out there on their own, and we don't even know where they are. I'm stuck here with Dr. Phil's demented twin brother when I should be back at the camp singing Kumbaya with my family. Okay, I think that gives us an idea of what we're looking at with family yep. camp, Adam. Yeah, no, actually, sometimes the trailer does so much heavy lifting. There's not much else to say. I'll simply say this is about two families. There's one dad who's a workaholic, pretty disconnected from his family. Okay. At one point, he says it looks like it's going to be too Jesus-y. And so it's not that he's not a Christian, but his faith is not his highest priority. And then you've got this other dad who obviously is as gung-ho as it gets. And, and we don't see it so much here, but he's gung-ho about his faith, too. And so he's really deeply afraid of his family drifting away and he overcompensates and over spiritualizes everything. And so it's really a story about these two dads, one of whom needs to engage more and one of whom really needs to learn how to relinquish his control freakishness and all of the ridiculous things that happen to them along the way. And 
they they learn a lot about faith. They learn a lot about family and friendship and their marriages. Christian comedy can be hit or miss. I don't want to be mean, but this is a pretty funny movie. And uh, it's done by a couple guys known as the Skit Guys. And they know how to do that insider. Uh, yeah, the Christian Skit Guys. Fast. I'm well aware of them. They're good, good stuff. Yeah. So... This is a fun movie. Honestly, a few little silly gags is all you have to deal with here. And there's no there's no content that you have to navigate. There's no facepalm kind of moments. So this is a nice film. I like it. Now, another film that's big and had almost record-breaking release this last weekend is Doctor Strange. And I thought we could talk briefly about that. I'm not going to no, play absolutely. the trailer because I'm okay not giving this franchise a lot more uh hype than it already gets so we'll just take it on yeah marvel has i think they've created a problem for themselves and that problem is everything has to get bigger the stakes have to keep getting higher universe where do you go what's the next gear Right? We had all of these superheroes fighting Thanos in this epic movie. Well, they're trying to figure that out. And the way that they've gone is let's destroy all of the universes. The multiverse is this vast array of parallel universes where there are the same characters in the same stories, but slightly different happening simultaneously. And the core of this story has to do with Doctor Strange unleashing chaos inadvertently in the entire multiverse so now it's not just the universe that's in trouble it's all of them and scarlet witch as you probably know plays a big role here i'm not going to spoil that what i will say is that this is a really dark movie it's dark spiritually mm. it has a very occultic kind of vibe to it mm. a lot of people get totally annihilated the bad guy here and I'm, again i'm not going to spoil it does some really horrific things and it just feels like there's a darker spiritual layer here there's a darker violence layer here and marvel continues to move in this more transcendent way right we've got gods and goddesses and spells and witchcraft and <sighs> it's a very spiritual world and okay. i think it's navigable if you want to but, but you know what i've uh, had it i love superhero movies but i'll give you an example maybe others can relate to i to the flash which was a television yeah. series which i really enjoyed for some time and then the multiverse happened and it was convoluted and yeah it's always convoluted it, it's just i enjoyed the simplicity of comic books where each week or each iteration line. there was a new maybe a new or familiar villain trying to do something and they found interesting ways to overcome good triumphs over evil now evil is subjective and there's just a lot of muddied waters that i'm not enjoying it as much as i used to sorry well, Marvel. I, think, I think the other thing is the whole what's the the latin phrase dus ex machina the hand of god when you have the multiverse for me, even though they're trying to make the stakes bigger, it makes them smaller because I know, oh, they can always go into the multiverse and do some trick and reverse everything. And so there's even things that happen in this movie that 
So they got to go back and fix this. And by the way, if you hear something, it's my dog trying to tunnel out of my living room. So <laughs> I'm not sure what he's doing, but it sounds very destructive. It um, may be more entertaining so I, than the me, movie. I, just, I think that one of the reasons I liked the last Spider-Man movie was because it was about relationship. Like it was about the three Spider-Man, spoiler warning, coming together and learning about each other. And then these villains being presented with a choice are you going to stay bad or are you going to take an opportunity to move in a redemptive direction? Frankly, I don't remember very much about the action in the movie, but I remember the characters and I remember the choices they had to make. And that's way more compelling to me than two hours of bombast and spiritual garbage. I mean, enough said. Let's move on to something that's not spiritual garbage that I wanted to end our time with today. It's a matter of life and it's going to be a viewable next week. I think yeah, it's a Fathom Events release next Monday and Tuesday. Today. How is it that we can trust an organization for whom abortion is such an important part of their business model to simultaneously effectively prevent pregnancy and prevent abortion? The problem in America today is that people simply change the topic. The key to successfully talking about abortion is to try to bring the conversation back to one key question. Oh my gosh. When you're an obstetrician gynecologist and you're pro-choice, you have to decide whether you're actually going to do those abortions. I felt this fierce protectiveness just like rise up inside me because I knew the way that the world was gonna see him. I believe that being pro-life is the most progressive value that we can have. The abortion industry is most threatened by Christians engaging in pro-life work. Finding that pregnancy center was the only person I had to support me at that time. We need to show the world that number one on our list is our interest in serving these moms. She's got to know when she takes that pregnancy test that her church is not going to try to treat her like the Pharisees tried to treat the woman caught in adultery. As a church, we can't just vote pro-life. We have to be pro-love. Incredibly timely with the country tearing itself apart over the right to kill our own offspring. It yeah. is, and it's vitally important. I, I see it as the civil rights issue of our time. There was a time yeah. in our history where even people of faith, I use quotation marks, would say that slavery was okay because these people with darker skin pigment were not quite human. They dehumanized right. it. And that's part yeah. of the argument for killing our <clears throat> offspring is saying they're not really human. I, I Apparently anyone could get pregnant and there's been people that I didn't know about in my ignorance that have given birth to Volkswagen bugs and koala bears. Who knew? But Who knew? At the very base of this is our own soul. It is so easy to hate someone on another side of an issue, to burn down their abode, to tear them down and demonize them because we can't even recognize or venerate life in its most vulnerable state. 
no wonder it's easy to pull a trigger. No wonder it's easy to have mass murders. We talk about banning guns, but yet we don't want to curb the most precious and most vulnerable state of human life. This is huge. And I'm looking forward to this Fathom event next week. Yeah. And I don't know that there's much more that I really need to say other than the fact that this documentary sort of centers around that question of how do we know what life is and when it begins? And the science is absolutely clear. Like you can't get around it. Like you can ask questions about when there's a heartbeat, when a fetus can feel like those things do happen at different points in development. But the moment that egg is fertilized, there's a little human that begins to grow cell by cell. And there's no way scientifically around that reality. And and I think that is one of the core lies. And there are a number of core lies when we get into the abortion conversation, but even my body, my choice, I'm like, well, it's not your body. It's another body within your body. And that's complicated, but it's not yours. And so I, where I think this movie has real value, folks like you and I have been around a long time. I don't think there's going to be a lot that's radically new here, but I think for middle to older teenagers who, if you haven't had a conversation about this and it's coming up in the culture, I think this is a conversation starter about the reality of abortion, what it is, why we think about it the way we do theologically, and why we have to engage and we can't run away from this issue. And so, again, there is, this is a tastefully done movie, but there are some verbal descriptions that are pretty graphic. It's not rated. So nobody's put a rating on it. But those um, those graphic conversations and the graphic images, they are quite important. This is no, what they we're are, dealing they are with important, today. It, and if, if you're, you're going family, to be pro-choice, then yeah. know what the choices are. It's not pro-choice exactly. if you're only indulging in the dogma that's spoon-fed to you and regurgitated directly into your psyche. So this is an important movie. And it's important when you see a movie like this that's worth supporting, Fathom Events, to to go out and see them because it's like voting with with your dollars. So I'd encourage that. We're at the end of our time today, but uh, do go and support this Fathom Events, uh, The Matter of Life documentary. Uh, just as you can support us with your time, just a quick little like, sharing it to your pages, your social media, because getting the God story out there changes lives one by one. Adam, thanks for joining me today. You and bet. thank you. More entertainment at mymichellelive.com.